Welcome all to the Daily Crawl podcast. There are a lot of podcasts talking about life hacking, extreme productivity, and outstanding leadership. This is not one of those podcasts. We aim to find humor in the challenges we all face in our day-to-day life and the people who create those challenges. My name is Courtney, and I have worked at a lot of different companies. I'm Carl, and I've also worked for years in office environments. Courtney and I have worked together and crossed paths for many years. As we said in our first episode, our goal for the show is strictly to share stories that we were either directly involved in or witnessed unfold in some manner. Our intention is no third party or friend of a friend stories here. Today, we'll discuss a random drug test at work and how it can, at least in this occasion, uh, go horribly wrong. After we discuss that, we'll wrap up with some listener feedback from previous episodes. All right, let's get into it. Daily Crawl. Okay, Courtney, uh, I'm going to get into today's story. Okay. So the setting is a uh, a job I had actually really early on. I was working at a uh, vertical software company, a vertical industry software company. Yeah. Basically, we serviced a very specific industry in the market. And we wrote software for that industry, like an end-to-end value chain set of software from inventory management to sales and all sorts of stuff, for the, very specific for this vertical. So was it pretty early, like, like early career? Like, so this is like, you know, first few jobs, really corporate environment still new to you, all that kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. This was actually, so this wasn't my first job. Right. And I would actually even had... Uh, jobs in college and, and summer jobs and those kinds of things. This is my first post-college job. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that helps and, to, to kind of put the gravity against it, kind of put your, put, put us in your head space a little bit. I didn't know what the work environment was like. In fact, uh, at that time, and, and I don't know if this is all students, but at that time I'd gone to business school and I had, assumed and actually hadn't even thought through the fact other than when I got into the professional world, people I worked with were always going to act professionally. And, and that's kind of what I was trying to shoot for, right? Cause anytime we're kind of telling these stories, I think it helps to understand the listeners to understand anyway, like how, how new are we? Cause you know, if you've been around for a while, sometimes a story might be like, Whoa, that that's weird, but okay. I've been around the block. But if people know, like, okay, this is pretty new and you have certain kind of ideological, you know, I, you know, you're idealist, right? You've got your expectations yep. and you're entering the professional world, you know, and, and then some sadness happens, right? So <laughs> right. that's well, important. People that you work with are the same people that you grew up with. I mean, they, they certainly mature, they learn from experience, they develop their craft, but a lot of their behaviors um, are still human behaviors, uh, mm-hmm. uh, for better or worse. And I'm sure that I'm included somehow in that, 
but I really expected people because, you know, when you're in, when you're in school, a lot of times you're, you're sort of forward thinking, you're thinking, okay, like, you know, first couple of years of college, you know, is, is, is one thing, but like, as you're sort of wrapping up, you're really focused on, um, at least I was, and a lot of people I went to business school with were focused on like, we're going to go out into the world and we're going to have a career and we're going to be very professional. We're going to work with professionals. Um, and I would say one thing I would add on for listeners, especially maybe students, is if they hear us talk about strange stories, that we're not talking about like strange stories at a strange place necessarily. I mean, we're talking about like international companies that are very highly regarded. And the people, even that we're talking about, are probably really like talented people. Their behavior is just bizarre. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's not like we're working in a fun house or something. I mean, these are legit yeah. companies, big companies. Uh, okay, um, so so now we kind of have that context of first job out of college, you have these expectations, you're fired up, you're ready to go. That's and right. And so here we go. Here we go. So so one thing I will tell you about this company is a very weird. It was a very weird company. So it was a software company. You know, we, we, we sold this great solution, but there's some weird things about this company. And, and to the point about being new, I, I didn't have a lot of uh, context of, of if this was like what every place was or not. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of controls, like um, very common for companies to have key cards to get through certain areas, right? right. Um, get in the building or get whatever. But this was extreme. And this was before, uh, at least this company didn't use key cards. They actually used your some employee identification number on a keypad every time you went through any door. And not oh, only that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, not, not only that, but there was a destination code that you tagged at the end of that s- sequence. And there would be like a, there would be a reminder uh, slip placard next to the door key. Like if you were going, if you were in like a, the accounting area and you were on your way to the, um, to the warehouse where they were staging like equipment, you would put some code in like you're heading to the warehouse. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, so tracking. And, and anybody could pull up anybody's, anybody in the computer system and find out the last door they went through and where they were headed. Ah, outstanding. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, I can and, relate. And of course, yeah. And of course there were a lot of young people uh, that worked there. And so there was a lot of trolling going on. So people would always put in the wrong code intentionally. Right. Oh, abs- absolutely. Uh, I, I know somebody who, who was like 15 minutes late for work one day and they mm-hmm. got an inner office mail and this was, and I'll just tell you this time period was like before the modern day internet with email, the way we think about it today. Yeah. So it was an inner office computer mail where they're, their boss's boss said, I noticed you were late for work today. Can you explain why? Oh, wow, man. Okay. Yeah. And we're talking like, it wasn't even that much. I mean, and, and this was like, you know, it was like sort of very typical, this way this was described to me, like very typical, like just bad start to a day, like, like traffic and they had some issue at home. You know what I mean? So it was sort of like this sort of weird controlling was very common. Okay. You have that backdrop, right? Yeah. And so I, so I'm working in a, um, I'm working in a sales job and I'm working in a specialty sales job. So not like an account manager type sales job, but we, we sold specific special, uh, stuff into data centers. And, and you might think of it as sort of like a, 
we might call it an expand, like expanding business type of uh, specialized sales role. Okay. Okay. I got you. And I worked, I worked in a bullpen. Um, we worked in a bullpen. So you would go through, you would go in there and there, and there were like a dozen of us in this specialized uh, sales organization. And it was cube farm within behind in this little, uh, you know, kind of like area within the floor. And if you wanted to go to the area next door, you went through a keypad, literally counting was down the hall and there were other places down the hall and there are these pockets of cubes. So you and this group of people are around each other doing the same job in a relatively isolated environment every day. I mean, you guys exactly. are okay. Okay. So I got pretty, you. pretty tight group. Um, and it was a sales group and, you know, salespeople are, are very different, but sales is also pretty fun because it's pretty, you, you attract crazy characters in a sales organization, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I sat across the cube walkway from this guy that I'm going to call Jason. All right. So we come in Monday morning and Jason is at his cube at his desk. Okay. And he, I see, you know, he's, he's on the phone listening to his voicemail and he hangs up his phone and he turns to me and said, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I, I had a wild weekend. Oh, and I go, here we go. Yeah. And I said, okay, uh, did you get, did you get pegged, you know, today? And, and what happened at this company, this, this kind of weird company is they did random drug test. <laughs> oh, here we, here we go. Now, yeah. now we're turning the volume knob up. <laughs> yeah. And what would happen? Cause I had had this happen to me. I was never in any kind of jeopardy myself, but what would happen is you would get that call on a Monday morning and sometime mid morning, the voicemail would basically say like what time and where you needed to go that, that morning. And they would, they would leave the voicemail on Monday morning. And as I remember it somewhere between like 10 and 11, you had to go to a certain bathroom somewhere in the building. Right. <laughs> oh and man. It, because I'd been, yeah. Because I'd been through the process before, you know, I knew how this works. So like, you know, the first time it happened to me, it was probably like 1030 going down to the fourth floor and you would go in there, they would hand you um, a, a container, and there would be a, a proctor, if you will, or somebody in the restroom that would stand <laughs> outside the stall. You would provide your donation, you'd give it back to them. Oh, okay. So a P test, not like a hair follicle test, but no. I mean, like, this is the old days. I mean, you're going into there and, and, and peeing you're- and... Right yeah. on. Yeah. And actually there were <laughs> two important things about this test. You had the, the cup had a line on it. You had to have put enough in there. And it also <laughs> yeah. had like a thermal strip on there um, to ensure that uh, it was it body was temperature. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so this is how this test works. So when, when Jason, as I'll call him, turns to me and says uh, he's in trouble, I, 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 I know what he's talking about, and I know him well enough to know um, uh, that, you know, he'd done something over the weekend that probably wasn't going to bode well for this uh, results of this test. And so he kind of springs into action. Uh, you know, I'm kind of like, what are you going to do? And he, and <laughs> he just kind of springs into action. He gets on the phone with his wife, and, and they sort of hatch a plan. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. So, he, so his, his action is, he's like, okay, I'm calling my wife. And, and we're going to work together to figure out what to do here. That, that's exactly. awesome. Yeah. And, All right. Yeah, that's awesome. And I knew his wife because his wife had, like, had been around social situations. She, she, was, she was a really nice, fun person. Um, and, and by the way, Jason, you know, was 
fairly newlywed. He had a really young son that was like a toddler. He was very well liked. And, um, you know, no one, no one would want to see Jason go home. You know, we knew the rules of the company, but um, I'll just tell you, anybody in that sales organization, uh, I mean, as you know, They're sales help is, them out if they can, man. I mean, yeah. And, and it's really about your number. Like, I mean, even sales management, it's about your number. Like, right. This, this, this doesn't have that much to do with your sales performance. I mean, if, if, if it's a company rule, I recognize it's company rules. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying companies can't have rules, but I'm just saying the mentality of our bullpen was like, no one wanted, no one wanted to see, uh, Jason go down for this, you know, right I mean? on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he, he meets his wife downstairs and he finds somebody in the bullpen who I'll call Steve, who Jason was confident would be somebody who was clean, could, could provide a clean donation. <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome. So, so let me, I'm sorry, man, just one second. Let me kind of just roll this back for a sec. So he gets this message and I mean, you got to give it to him, right? I mean, he gets this message instead of like going into a panic, he calls his wife who also has to be admired, right? She's like, oh, you know, I get it. We're going to work this out. We got, we got a plan. I'll meet you in a few minutes. She comes to work. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'll let you tell, but I'm going to take a guess at what she brought to him. And, and, and in the meantime, <laughs> Jason has spent some quality time examining uh, a safe Patsy man for, for his, <laughs> for his upcoming urine test. Right? That's right. So man, he, he, outstanding. Yeah. So you have to find somebody that your confidence clean and confident <laughs> is going to help you <laughs> and, and not compromise you. Right. It's awesome. So, and by the way, this is a bit of a, this becomes, you know, he, he's, he's going about his plan. So I don't want to say it was a spectacle and that it was not focused, but it was a spectacle in the sense that there were all of us observing what was happening and, and, and quite frankly, pretty heavily amused by this. Cause when you're in that kind of environment, I mean, it doesn't take much to amuse you. And this was very amusing, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's, 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 it's great to hear secondhand. So, so yeah. I mean, being there had to be wonderful. Yeah, so he goes downstairs, and his wife brings him a Ziploc bag. <laughs> I guessed it. All right. And, and a scissors. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll come back to that. Yeah, no, that's, it's all right, man. <laughs> I'm going to say 1045 was, was the time. It was, it's, it was always in the mid-morning, because I think they gave you enough time just to be real tactical about it. I, they gave you enough time so that you could... Um, Fill the container. Well, fill a container. You know, if you got there first thing and maybe you went to the restroom, you would, it would be hard to do it, like, let's say at 9 a.m., right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So enough time for that, but not enough time, not the afternoon or certainly not the next day to give you more time to where you could potentially do something uh, to uh, cheat the test, right? That's the way I always interpreted it. Yeah, I mean, you got to be Jason to cheat this test, man. Because, exactly. Yeah, okay. Okay, so... This is Ziploc baggie and scissors. I have some ideas about the scissors, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm fascinated, but this is awesome. So his wife brings him this Ziploc baggie and scissors. She does. And, and so he comes back up. So he and, and Steve, the donor, uh, <laughs> like, like it, let's say it's 1045, like right before the test. 
you know, let's say the test is 1045 at the fourth floor men's bathroom, right? They okay. go to the fifth floor men's bathroom at like 1040. And, you know, this part, this part. It's the, it's the temperature, man. I, I... <laughs> yeah, it's the temperature. And so, so, so they go in there. Steve, Steve uh, makes his donation inside a Ziploc bag. Yeah, okay. And, and zips it up. <laughs> and Jason immediately stuffs it down his pants. He tries to keep it as warm as possible. <laughs> oh man, this is awesome. All, all done in basically the since he walked in the door <laughs> at nine o'clock. He now has a warm bag of urine stuck in his pants in preparation. Yeah, and I mean all the way down his pants. It has to be like <laughs> skin yeah. contact, keep it warm, <laughs> as warm as you can. Everything that means. Right. Oh yes. Okay. So, All right. so he so he goes into the fourth floor bathroom with a bag full of urine down his pants, uh, a pair of scissors in his pocket, and just so you know, this was back when people still wore suits, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This this was that era. So in in if you think about it, people that are younger in their career and they have to wear a lot of different suits. I mean, all of our we, we weren't wearing nice suits. These were like. I mean, at the time, we probably thought they were nice and they weren't like cheap, cheap. But you know what I mean? I mean, you're not going to. Sure. You're on a budget. And so your suits are going to kind of be those classic polyester. Just that that's what they are. Right. And, and, you know, I'd like to just real quick kind of frame something up, too, because I think a lot of people now when they think of a Ziploc bag, uh, they think of it actually having that zipper to seal it shut. But I'm going to guess back in the day. This was when you had to actually sit there and pinch it together and, and make the seal. So to, oh, yeah. so uh, uh, I just think it's worth explaining to our listeners that, uh, I mean, it's already funny. He's got this <laughs> stuffed in his pants. But the potential jeopardy of the seal breaking is a very, a very real possibility. Indeed. And I would suggest that that was probably before the double zipper <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's there's a gamble going on here this there, is a gamble a, there's a gamble going on yeah yeah wow so okay he, he enters and, and these are uh very traditional we talked about this in other episodes very traditional utilitarian bathroom where there's a um <laughs> there's a stall very metal not super sealed so the proctor is is in the room and that's not by the way i i don't remember how they picked the proctor i don't even know if they worked for the company or worked for some outside company but it the proctor in my experience wasn't like super enthusiastic about his job right yeah i'm i'm with you they they they're they're doing something they're getting paid let's put it that way they're not peeking through the seams in the door to make sure things are going the right way right i think they were hired to to listen, look, all that kind of stuff. I don't know that they always did, right? And then handle the jar of pee. So exactly. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> right so, on. So he, he makes his way in there. He gets queued up. And I think you sort of took turns and that kind of stuff. So <laughs> uh, I don't know how long he had to wait, but he, he, he goes into the stall. And he um, the way he tells the story is he goes in there and he had brought the scissors in because in his mind, <laughs> he had felt like, it would have been better to uh, position the bag and cut one of the corners off for easy pouring versus trying oh. to pour it over the little the zip lip, if that makes sense. 
man, Jason, Jason and I might be soulmates. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about the scissors and I was thinking, okay, you know, it's an unusual request. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's sound effects. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, so the way he explains it is he's, he's handling <laughs> this bag. He cuts the scissors. He starts to pour it in. And something goes wrong where he's bobbling a little bit, and he's getting pee all over his hands. <laughs> oh on no! This jar. No. And and so his hands are getting wet. He's he's pouring it in, and he and he barely gets enough on the line. I mean, he's like squeezing it out of the bag because he he had apparently he had he had plenty he had plenty to work with, but he only got barely enough in 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 the. In the little jar thing, the little plastic and, jar, and his and his hands in this whole jar are just are just covered with pee. That's right. Oh, oh man, Steve's Steve's pee. Yeah. Steve's pee. I forget. It's right. It's not even his own. Steve's warm pee. That's oh, right. God. So now okay. now he's got it in the jar, and the thermal strip. Isn't quite oh it, like there's some marker to help I think the proctor to some extent, <laughs> like know where the, the warmth needs to be. Not not quite there. Almost there. Not quite there. So he is rubbing this like Aladdin's <laughs> lamp. <laughs> oh man. No way. He's literally you know, he's just, I mean he's rubbing this thing like you would rub your hands. To get warm, right? He's rubbing this thing like crazy, and he just gets it up. And then he's wiping his wet hands in jar on his polyester suit. In the jar, clean it up to hand it over to the proctor. And he walks out. And by the way, I mean, he's got to be making some amount of noise or something. In the, you know, and I just wonder what the proctor's... Taking a while, man. I mean, while. what is happening? Yeah, and he hands it over, and and it's accepted, and he's actually cleared, right? <laughs> oh, it's outstanding, man. And, and I just have to wonder what if the proctor even cared or was paying attention. And this was, you know, before smartphones. So now a proctor would probably be looking at their smartphone. But I just, I always wondered about this proctor, like what. <laughs> You know, you mentioned Gattaca. Was it really like Gattaca where the guy, where the guy like just didn't care or felt bad or whatever, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot to unpack. I'm sorry, man. I'm like, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. So, so the proctor, so the, your point about the smartphone is pretty good because you got to imagine you, you weren't as distracted uh, before smartphones. I mean, when you were at a place, that's all you were doing. It's not like you could be looking at news or anything. So this guy's standing, like pretty, literally I mean, three feet away, yeah, in this bathroom, where I mean, you know, sound carries anyway. And, uh, and Jason's in this stall, fumbling with this Ziploc bag of pee, and, it's, and if it's spilling, I'm I'm willing to bet there's all kinds of sounds from yeah. spillage. You know, like. Like this guy's like, man, what is this guy they're doing? Is he he can't pee in that cup or like he can't aim what's happening? And then I'm sure he can hear him trying to generate the friction to warm up the strip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, when, 
And when Jason's done, he has to put the scissors in his pocket and the Ziploc bag in his pocket. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, man. And and then hand it to the proctor with a straight face. Like, hey, man, (laughs) here's this jar of uh, someone else's pee. Man. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) This is awesome. Uh, and, 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 you know, in case any listeners are sort of wondering, like, uh, you know, I'll just say me or any of the other people that were witnessing this, uh, you know, series of events unfold, like if, if we should have, if we were an accessory or we should have told somebody uh, about this, uh, you know, I'll go back to my thing about, you know, sales management really only cares about if you're doing your job, like anybody we would inform, uh, there wasn't anybody for us to inform anybody we would inform knew, you know, didn't want to know the details that we were following, but knew, knew what was happening. I would say, man, I would have got Jason a trophy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with hatching the plan in that amount of time. Uh, I'm impressed with him finding someone to help him, which I, which I think is a great is he deserves credit. And, um, and I, I think holding it all together <laughs> under what was clearly a stressful situation. Uh, he had some problems <laughs> in the stall. Uh, he recovered. Um, <laughs> the Aladdin trick is a ni- ni- <laughs> nice touch. Oh. <laughs> we knew for sure if you failed this test, you were gone, right? This is the way this company operated. Um, whether or not your manager, Agreed with that or not, that, that's just the way it was. I don't know, Matt. I think uh, <laughs> Jason's a go-getter. <laughs> it's, it's an outstanding, man. I, um, <laughs> that is great, st- it's great stuff, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it was, it was, it was very uh, entertaining, it, it, to your point. And actually, at the time, I didn't know. I, I appreciated the whole thing happening, right? I, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the whole story. I probably didn't appreciate enough at the time um, the problem solving that went into this whole thing. Uh, oh man, J- Jason a- and his wife. I, I, yep. I, I think we can give her enough credit for assisting with this. I mean, man. So imagine that phone call. Okay, so he has to go somewhere and say, "Okay, uh, I, I, I'm assuming we we both know what I did this weekend." I got pegged for a drug test. Uh, I, you know, I, I could lose my job. And so, I mean, to assist, she swung into action as well to a certain extent, right? Oh, she's yeah. like, oh, she's like, okay, honey, I'm on it, man. Here's, here, here's, I'm on, I'm on my way with a Ziploc and scissors. Meet me in the lobby. <laughs> man, yeah. it, it's, it's beautiful. It, it's a beautiful story. Man. Uh, Carl, that's a great story, man. That that that's it's a good one. I haven't I haven't laughed like that in a while, man. That, that was a really that was a really good one. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that's my uh, sloppy drug <laughs> test, <laughs> random drug test story. Um, and uh, uh, it was a fun one. It was good. Good stuff. If you didn't like this show, 
then we have more of the same in previous episodes and coming up on some future ones. Next time, we'll discuss another interview story. In fact, one I haven't even heard anything about. On that note, uh, we have some listener feedback. So here we go. Dave in Texas writes us, These are truly amazing. The more I hear, the more I love it. Thanks for sharing these stories. Dave, thanks for listening to them. Uh, It's a fun thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, and here we go. Spike in California writes again. Uh, He's responding to episode five about the corporate pedicure. Holy crapola. I liked your take on Frank. Uh, To see that land on your keyboard is a horror. Uh, But then for that horror to end up leading to the additional horror of how long it had been going on unbeknownst to the poor guy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The oddest thing about it is that based on Sam's reaction, he wasn't even doing it to be a rebel or try to show off uh, even a devil-may-care attitude. He obviously thought it was okay and not a gross health issue. It's the, business, it's the biggest example of I must have been absent from the school of life and decency the day they taught that lesson. Uh, agreed. Uh, I wonder if uh, after having multiple people call him on it and being reprimanded by his manager, if maybe somehow a switch went off and he realized that isn't acceptable public behavior. behavior. Doubtful. Sadly, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I, I doubt it too. Sadly, this isn't an isolated issue. My wife had a cubicle neighbor who also clipped her toenails on her desk at work as well. Mad. Uh, Man. That makes me sad. All right. Uh, good stuff. Thank yeah. you, Spike. Um, uh, we also have a nice review on Apple Podcasts from a user named Bask. Uh, missing the office? Here's your fix. Ever wonder if the office sitcom is real? This podcast confirms life imitates art. If uh, you like, if you like the office weirdness, here is a good fix. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to everyone, Dave in Texas, Spike in California, and Basque. We appreciate the feedback. Feel free to keep it coming. If you have a topic or feedback you want to tell us about, please send it to us at the Daily Crawl Feedback at gmail.com. Please share the show with friends, maybe even some coworkers, and rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. Uh, we're told that's how we help get the word out. Thanks for joining, and until next time, you are not alone. This once, but I didn't remember the scissors. <laughs> so, oh, man, I mentioned the scissors. So when you said the scissors, I was like, oh, "Okay, like what? What would I do with scissors?" And then as we were talking, I'm like, "Oh man!" And 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 the chances <clears throat> of that not working as, as happened are are huge. Uh, <laughs>